and welcome back to the Trust Your Gut Podcast. I am your host, Drew Devitt, and with me today is one of my favorite co-hosts in the world, Luke Beer. How are we doing, man? I'm doing beautiful, brother. How are you? It is good to be back. We have been gone too long. Yeah, it's been, it's been quite of a, a little break. We took uh, Thanksgiving off, but uh, our, our picks haven't, haven't stopped. We've been active on, on Twitter at 2 Edgy Takes, but... Uh, we took a little bit off on the, on the podcast recording, and uh, we're ready to dive back into it and get back into the groove. Yeah, slight hiatus for the holidays. Uh, a couple nights where the boys were out boozing, and just, you know, things kind of fell apart. But uh, we're, I think we're getting back on track. And yeah, like uh, Dre said, if uh, you follow along on Twitter, you know we've still been pretty active in, in the sports world, and uh, things have been moving along. So uh, I'm excited to finally start talking about it again. Yeah, a lot's happened since the last time we recorded. Um, a lot has happened. We haven't. Uh, it w- it would be nice to have Sterling here with us, uh, just to uh, make the recap a little bit easier since it's been two weeks. However, uh, life goes on, and and me and you can hold it down for uh, our uh, our regular Thursday recording. I agree. Let's just dive right in, babe. We got a lot to cover. So uh, we got uh, th- today. We got to review a little bit of how our fast fours have been. Uh, at the tail end of the college football season um, and getting into more playoff implications, NFL football. Uh, we'll we'll talk a little bit about this Thursday night football game that we have tomorrow between the, the Las Vegas Raiders and the Raiders. Raiders. Uh, and we'll get into some hoop talk. Uh, beer over this uh, little hiatus, uh, you had a very, very nice hot streak that you, uh, that you had in college ball. You're your picks have been pretty money so far. Uh, what'd you say your record was? Um, if all goes right right now, I'm going to be sitting at about 51 and 30. Um, or 50 or 50 and 31, I think, is uh, where we're sitting. I'm about to go 5 and 1 today, I hope. Um, Sheesh. We've had a couple 5 and 1s. Uh, we had a 6 and 0 day. You know, um, college ball's been lining up well for me. We're uh, We're doing pretty well out here. Yeah, you had that you had that back to back day where you were like eleven and one in forty eight hours. I was I was very I impressed. felt invincible, man. I was about to run through a fucking brick wall. I was just on one. Yeah, so uh, you did have that bit of a hot streak, and you know I'm glad I was able to tail a little bit. Uh, but you know me and Sterling's uh focus has mostly been in the NBA, and uh, I feel like our uh our picks have been pretty solid over there. We're currently doing our indeed. Little- they have you've been. We we need to acknowledge uh, your hot streak with those PRA combos and the PAs, the PR man. Those are so money, it's ridiculous. I love player combos. <laughs> uh, if you've been following our Twitter at all, I'm sure you've uh, you've seen that. Uh, my favorite picks have been the player combos. They've just been so money with uh, with some of the favorite guys that I love to tail so far this year, like Tyrese Halberton and and Donovan Mitchell. Boy. Like they they've just been money. So I I'm glad that I was able to take a yeah, little bit of advantage of it in the early NBA season. And uh, you know, it's about time that NBA takes over a little bit. It's getting closer to Christmas time and. You know, that's when the NBA is at its best. Yeah, man, it's good uh, to start slowly transitioning into basketball a little bit because we're coming into bowl season here. We got mm-hmm. uh back end of the NFL season coming up. It's nice to, you know, get our toes wet with uh, the new mainline sport coming in. And, uh, you know, we're, we're looking like we're going to transition to a pretty solid uh, hoops talk pod here once uh, it's all said and done. Pretty yeah, pumped. Absolutely. Um, I'm scared for bowl season since you bring it up. Horrified. <laughs> oh, dude good God. i'm horrified this between all the injuries and they had a record like 500 guys hit the transfer portal portal on the first day like it is so just a mess of rosters and guys declaring for the draft i mean i'm gonna make it my personal goal to try and make a pick for every single bowl game but i know damn well it's gonna come and bite me in the ass but i just I think it'd be hilarious. There's a and lot. I know I'm going to do bad. There's a lot of money to be made in in bowl games, but on the so exact many opposite of that coin, there's a lot of so ways you can lose money. It's, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's scary. Bowl season's really scary. So, you know, just exactly, for, uh, man. for any degenerates who actually listen to us, um, you know, sometimes the safest play in a bowl game is, you know, not to play at all. Just enjoy it. Enjoy the ride since a lot of these games don't matter. Amen. But... For the ones that do, you know, like the college football playoff, obviously, and even those uh, higher bowl games, like uh, I believe uh, Utah's playing a pretty fun matchup. I forget who they're playing in the Sugar Bowl. Uh, I think it was maybe Bama, but that uh, yeah, they're playing Bama. 
yeah, that that'll be a fun one that I'll probably uh, throw a, a play or two on. And we'll put out yeah, on Twitter, another one I'm looking forward to is Clemson and Tennessee. I think that'll be a great matchup. If, um, if DJ doesn't Clemson play, against be fun. a solid DJ's transfer portal. I don't know if he's yeah, exactly. So I mean, yeah, it's just and then they hookers out for the season, obviously for Tennessee. It's just like you know, there's. I have a I have a page bookmarks that constantly updates every single bowl matchup and every team with different transfer portal moves, players opting out for draft eligibility. I have it bookmarked so I know later down the road what the hell I'm getting myself into. Because if I'm if I'm picking like the guaranteed rate bowl here in Phoenix and you got Wisconsin versus my Oklahoma State Cowboys, I'm I'm gonna need to know what the hell's going on because they got a quarterback dispute there in uh Stillwater and I don't know I mean, it's just bowl season's going to be fun, but I could not be more horrified. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, so before we get into some of those uh, that college stuff, uh, I'll give a quick review of what we did over these last two weeks of when it comes to our fast fours. Uh, myself, uh, I went four and four in college and five and three in the NFL, uh, bringing my total for uh, our college fast four at 13, 18, and one. Not great, not not good, but I mean, this was a, a lot to learn this year. Um, I'll get into some of my takes for college football in a little bit. Uh, and the NFL went five and three, and it brings my total to 18, 12, and two so far. So a little bit better. Uh, I believe I am the leader in the clubhouse uh, in the NFL. So that's, you know, a little bragging rights for us. Uh, Sterling, who's not with us today, went five and three during the break uh, in college, bring, uh, brought his total to 15 and 13. Pretty solid. Uh, and in the NFL, he went four and four over uh, over the break, and also brings his uh, record to fifteen and thirteen in the NFL. So he's very consistent. Uh, I will give him his props, yes. and I will we'll we'll talk to him a little bit about it when he joins us for Friday's pod. Uh, beer a uh, little less than stellar uh, over the break. Went three yeah. three and five in in the NFL and college, bringing your total in college to fourteen sixteen and two, and NFL to fifteen fifteen and two. So you know. I mean, there's there's a lot to learn. Um, yeah, college is college has kind of kicked me in the ass the last few weeks. Yeah. Um, NFL, I couldn't be more mediocre at fifteen, fifteen and two if I tried. Mm-hmm. So uh, you know, that's uh, that's going to be the focus here from now from here on out. I think after once we got bowl season coming up, absolutely, but lots to learn, lots to learn. Um, since we're all about learning on this podcast, I think what I took away the most um, from our college fast four picks is um, I lost a lot of those uh, a lo- of those games trying to tail the tide and against the spread and they just weren't great against the spread this year. Um, yeah, every time I feel like I picked them against the spread, they just couldn't cover a spread. And because of that, I'm honestly a little happy that they missed uh, the college football playoff. Um, I'm a huge Tide fan. Um, I made that pretty clear th- uh, throughout our recording so far. But I mean, I don't. I don't think they deserved it at all. I I feel really happy for for TCU. I'm glad that they got that bid. Um, are they a better team than Alabama? Probably not. They would they would lose uh, in a neutral site game to Alabama. I would think by at least a touchdown. But uh, I think they were the more deserving team. They had the way more uh, quality wins. Um, when it comes to the voice of reason in college football. Uh, I always look to Joel Klatt, and I think he made his points very clear with the with the what the college football uh, committee was kind of looking at, and it really came down to those quality wins that TCU did have. Um, and I'm glad that they got in. Um, kind of upsetting. US, uh, USC had that that tough game with Utah. Utah just has their number, I guess. Uh, they got blown out. That was that was a hell of a game. Did you watch that game? Yeah, I mean, it was it was incredible because I mean USC was up seventeen three in the first half. I'm like, oh, USC is actually you know going to hold their own against Utah, and then those fucking Mormons put a a show on man. They, yeah. I mean, the worst part was I mean USC's offense did everything they could to stay in that game, but USC's defense couldn't make a tackle to save their lives. Their offense and like and defensive line was atrocious. The collapse in so the second bad. half with them was incredible. So bad. I mean, I mean, lot, it started even at the end of the first half. A lot, a lot of that had to do with Caleb, you know, playing on one leg. Uh, yeah. But still, I mean, he's incredible. I would give him the Heisman over Duggan personally. I think he 
is that much better than him um and will yes. be the number one overall pick next year i would think um but gosh i i just wish lincoln riley lincoln riley's got to recruit so many offensive linemen in this coming year uh and defense they got line. something man because that you cannot be letting a heisman candidate get absolutely lit up yeah in the pocket like that especially on their in their move to the big 10 good good luck the, the that, that's yeah. what the Big Ten's best at is that hard nose. They can run the ball, and they're going to beat you on on the line of scrimmage. If that's if that's the line that USC rolls out there against teams like Penn State and Michigan, whew, good luck. Yeah, um, like they got big boys down there in the trenches on the Big Ten. Like that's yeah, that's going to be a hell of a wake up call next year if they don't. Or next year, two years, whenever they join the Big Ten, it's going to be they're going to need to get their shit together fast, or it's going to get ugly. Yeah, um, I think uh, I touched on this a little bit. I think the College Football Committee definitely got it right uh, for the four teams that are getting into the College Football Playoff. Would you agree? I 100 percent agree. Yeah, I, I think that they got it right. I think five and six are fine. Um, in two years, I think it's two years, right? Next year's the last mm-hmm. one. If it's just four, in two years when it's twelve yeah. teams, it'll be very fun. Um. I don't know how many games you can squeeze out of uh out of that and how how sustainable a twelve team playoff will be because football takes a lot out of these kids who are trying to go to the draft. Um, mm-hmm. but it'll be very interesting how that plays out. Personally, I'm I'm more of a an eight team would would have been fine. Um, because I don't if it would have been twelve this year, I don't need to see a team like Tulane lose to to whoever they would play. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't see that, but you know. It's definitely the move in the right direction. More teams in the playoff is a good thing. I agree, man. I mean, it's, uh, I was looking at the format with how the playoff would have looked like if they had started this year and it had like TCU at like the sixth rank because of how they'd see the top four based on the four best conference winners or some bullshit. I don't know. It, I think an eight, eight team field would have been fine. Yeah. 12 makes it interesting and adds for more upsets. It's more of a March Madness type of feel with that big of a field that they're going to have. Um, but yeah, like Tulane would have made it this year and that would have been... Tulane would have gotten rolled. I don't know. It's just... <clears throat> they would have gotten rolled, yeah. It's rolled. just It would have... Based on what it looked like, um, I don't remember the exact matchup, matchups, but there were three or four. I was like, ooh, I would have really liked to see a playoff game right. like death match between these two teams. That would have been great. Mm. Um, so it has... <clears throat> and like... A, the- a theoretical aspect, yeah, it seems like a really good idea, and it'll be great in the years to come. Um, but yeah, it's just one thing I didn't understand. There was a lot of people calling for, uh, or they were expecting, like you said earlier, uh, Bama to make the jump somehow to get into the playoffs, or Clemson, like these two teams that we usually see, yeah, especially after TCU lost and USC lost. I understand USC getting booted um, just because they got beat badly yeah. in in their final game. TCU kept it close and lost on a field field goal in overtime. Like it was that was their first loss of the season, and it was barely. Like they have not been in, blown out like that, especially same team twice in the Big Twelve championship game. They they already had beaten Kansas yeah. State too. Like they kept it close in the Big Twelve championship state uh, game on the biggest stage of the season. Uh, they a hundred percent deserve that bid. If they had gotten absolutely, absolutely boat raced, then I could have seen the argument a little bit for Alabama. But even then, uh, I, I don't know. I, even then, it's a stretch. I would have definitely, I would definitely have still leaned a little bit TCU, um, mm-hmm. unless it was like forty to ten. But I, I didn't like seeing all those Crimson Tide fans trying to make their case. Uh, I'm glad. I'm glad Saban did his. Did his thing during the Big Ten championship game, trying to make his sales pitch for uh, Alabama. But I mean, mm-hmm. DCU deserved it. Also, you you brought this up to me the other day, and I did some more research into it, and I can't figure it out. Why the hell is Stetson Bennett a Heisman finalist? I was I was about to get to. The, I'm glad what uh, college football has done right. What they have done wrong is the Heisman Trophy awards. It is awful, awful. It's not Horrible. it's not a quarterback award. It's who was the best college football player this year? And Blake Corum and Hendon Hooker not being a finalist is terrible. I completely agree. Stetson Bennett is a finalist for the Heisman Trophy. 
in the year 2022, and he is the same age as Lamar Jackson, Kyler Murray, and Joe Burrow. Lamar yeah, won in 2016. Won. Yes, dude. It makes no sense to me why this old head, what is he, 26 or something, 25? And he didn't have great like, numbers why? either. He didn't have any stat in the top 10 for FBS this season. Nothing. He did nothing spectacular as a quarterback. I believe he was 12th in yards. Uh, QBR was outside of the top 10, too. Like, I, I would. Like, he had nothing standout. I liked He did it. not have a standout year. Last year, I liked to defend Stetson Bennett because so many people were shitting on him. Oh, you can't win a national championship game with Stetson Bennett. It's like, I'm, gl- I'm glad he got his. He got he kind of have his flowers, you know. After they won a, a, the championship game, people are like, "All right, great, good for Stetson Bennett," but this is not the year to reward that. It's not. He's he's twenty five years old, uh, and is not going to be a a football. He's not going to play football in the NFL. He's not. I, no, he's not. He he may be a backup somewhere, but Georgia's not undefeated in an absolute tank because of Stetson Bennett. No. Put, put someone up for their close. defense uh, for the finalists. If they really wanted to, absolutely. If they really wanted to put a <clears throat> Heisman finalist from the best team in the country, it's it's not their quarterback. It sh- it should be nope. It is honestly one of their one of their defensive linemen who are incredible. Their defensive line is so good, so good. I mean, they're just reaffirming at this point that the Heisman is not about who's the best player in college anymore. It's popularity contest, in my opinion. It's who's making the most noise in the media, who's making the most noise on a national stage. Um, yeah, of course, he, Stetson Bennett's going to make noise because Georgia is a wagon, and I'm going to be damn shocked if they don't win the national title this year. They're gonna, like, they should. Uh, Michigan and Georgia in, in the national championship game will be really fun. I would really like No, I agree. I just... Yeah. I don't get it. I'll really like to watch that game. I'm very excited. It's, it's a shame that Blake Corum's knee is hurt and he's not going to be able to run in that game. But, I mean, if that's what ESPN was thinking when uh, when making their finalists that, oh, Hendon Hooker didn't play the last three weeks and because he got an ACL injury and Hendon Hook, uh, sorry, Blake Corum didn't run in the last two games because he hurt his knee as well. I mean, it's just not fair. Like, leave Stetson Bennett out of it. He didn't need to be a part of it. There are other there are other guys on Georgia that could be a replacement for Stetson Bennett. And I would have been way happier with the result. I think the other hundred percent, man. The other three, totally fine with. Caleb deserved uh, to be yeah. nominated. Uh, Duggan is uh, was great. I mean, you saw how much grit he had in that Kansas State game. Yeah. Stroud's been phenomenal. I mean, those other three guys definitely deserve a finalist spot. I wouldn't say Stroud has been phenomenal, but he, uh, but he's a big part of that roster. Hot take. I mean, I, absolutely. He, he's well. He's much more a part of that roster than Stetson is for Georgia. Yeah, totally agree. I, don't know, you, I mean, you could definitely make the debate of whether or not he's deserving of Heisman, but his there are a lot of those importance to their Stroud was struggling, man. I mean, Marvin Harrison Jr. over there kind of saved his ass a couple times. That kid's a phenomenal receiver. Yeah. He's no doubt going to be the – oh, what's the name for that award? Ah, I just read it earlier today. Uh, he's going to win the best receiver award this year. No, if, and if he doesn't, it, I'm going to riot. Um, no, he definitely should. Yeah. 100%. He, he's he's, he's going to be a Colt too someday. Ho- hopefully so. That, that would just be right. Oh, God, we need him. It would be right. It would be right. As shitty as it would be, since Lord knows where the hell our, our team's going. We'll talk about that later. But yeah, point is, yeah, Stetson doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. I'm glad I got that off my chest. I've been, I, that's been bundled, bundled up my, my emotions for a few days. Um, Sorry, this is a side note, breaking news for baseball. Xander Bogarts signs 11 years, 280 million with the Padres. 11 years? Yeah. Holy cow. The Padres? I didn't see that coming. I thought he was Padres are trying to make a splash. You saw the you saw the deal that they tried to offer Judge, right? Uh ten years four hundred? Four ten. Jesus Christ. You turned down that money? Yeah. Judge turned down four ten <sighs> to play with the Yankees. He's a better yeah. man than I. I uh, 
San Diego for 10 years, 410. Man, I would have gotten the hell out of the Bronx. Sign are you kidding? me up, man. Yeah. God. Dude, I... Good for judge. I know we don't talk about baseball baseball much on here, but that's this uh free agency wave this last week has been incredible. It's been fun. That's uh it's that's part of baseball that that I really like, you know. Justin Verlander being in New York yeah. Met is kind of fun. Uh DeGrom being on That'll be interesting. The terrible Texas Rangers doesn't make any sense to me. He just got a bag, man. That's the only hey, he, reason. He got his bag. He's the best he's the best pitcher in baseball. I mean, hey, get get yours while you're, you know. Yeah, he gets to live in Dallas. Why healthy. not? And then uh, Trey Turner re, uh, rejoined with Bryce Harper in Philly for 11 years. That'll be an interesting duo there for a long time coming. I like that um, signing a lot, to be honest. Uh, yeah, it's, it's it's been crazy. Yeah. Free agency in the MLB is really fun. But, I mean, I, yeah. that's about as much time like as we can talk about baseball on this podcast, if I'm being fully honest. Yeah, you know we're it's off season right now. We don't we don't have time for this. It's right off now. season. I was just very shocked. Uh, it's off season. I don't give a shit. Let's get back to the priorities. Let's get back. Uh, you ready to get into some uh, some NFL football? A little Thursday night matchup preview. Let's dive head first. I'm so ready. I mean, I'm I'm as excited as anyone could be for this matchup. Uh, you know, Raiders Rams, baby. Well, it's a Raiders, and we might get a debut of Baker Mayfield in an LA Rams uniform. God, I I have no idea what to think about that. No, that, no clue. I don't. I'm kind of surprised by the signing. I'm not gonna lie. Um, it makes sense in my head with the injuries and the prospect of uh, Stafford being out for the rest of the season especially with as much concussion issues as he's had. And I don't know. Um, I thought but he was going to go to the Niners. I mean, there was talk about it. I didn't think he was. I even pitched the idea to Burke. and I was like, shit, why doesn't Indy sign him? Because we were talking about trading for him before we got Matt Ryan. Right. And Lord knows we don't have a competent quarterback. And I was like, I wouldn't be that mad if we picked up Baker Mayfield and just ran with him the rest of the season. That'd be kind of sweet. Dude, the, um, the but Niners, yeah, I don't know. The Niners didn't even know. submit a waiver claim. For Baker Mayfield, that's inc- that's incredible. Hey, I I, I don't. They're just going to run with Brock Purdy. I, I don't blame them at all. Uh, I wouldn't. I think the Niners are in a great spot. Uh, they didn't. They obviously Jimmy G going down hurts them quite a bit. But I mean, Brock Purdy is kind of what they need. Um, Colin Cowherd was talking a little bit about it today. I was listening to him in. Um, Brock Purdy is Mister Irrelevant. Uh, what he's going to do to take a snap? He's the first. Mr. Irrelevant, I believe, to make a forward pass uh, in the NFL in at least the last 10 years. Um, really? Yeah. But, dude, Mr. Irrelevants don't – they don't play. Like, if, if they make a practice squad, good for them. You know, but it's it's a miracle that he that he's playing football right now. Uh, I'm, I'm happy yeah. for the guy. But, I mean, he's exactly what they need, a guy who's going to stand in the pocket and get the ball to their playmakers. I mean, Debo – let Debo, McCaffrey, George Kittle do all the improvisa- uh, Im- improvisation. You know, get the ball in their hands and let them go. So, a guy like Baker, Baker's going to try to do too much. You know, in my opinion, and uh, that's what Colin yeah. was saying a little bit. He's 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 not incredibly accurate. His accuracy has has fallen off dramatically since his rookie year, and you know, he he likes to scramble around and run like you know like he's Russell Wilson five years ago I, it's just not ideal so I, i'm i'm cool mm-hmm. with the niners of how they're working that's personally why i think uh tom should go there next year just say screw it because you know tom brady yeah interesting dude that's what their offense is very interesting their offense is a statue yeah. who's going to be able to be quick in the pocket and get the ball out to their playmakers Tom would do well in that system. That's true. I never even thought about that. That's not a bad point. Ba- Baker getting reunited with McCaffrey in in San Francisco would have been a train wreck. Absolutely, McCaffrey would have been pissed. Absolutely, so mad. I'd be I'd be mad for him. Like no, he wouldn't say it, but everyone would be like, "All right, there's no way." You know. So I, I'm yeah. I mean, it's... I'm happy for McCaffrey not having to deal with Baker yeah. again. But no, I agree. I mean, it's if if he plays, mess. if Baker Mayfield plays in tomorrow's game, the Raiders 
if they have any shot of doing anything for the rest of the year, need to win by at least 13. Like that, I agree. That team is so sorry. They're awful. They're so bad. No, no Cooper. I Cup, mean, they're no Matt. No, Stafford. they're so banged up, and it's just they look awful right now. It's bad. It's not. Yeah. No, nope. the Rams need to make a statement tomorrow, or it's going to be bad for the Rams. Dude, there's no statement. Or to bad be made. for it's going to be bad, even worse for the Raiders. There is no statement to be made for the Rams. They're playing with house money. They're Aaron Donald out. Cooper Cup out. They got nothing to lose. Isn't Allen Robinson out too? Like it, they are so hurt right now. Like it's yeah, just, Robinson's out. Their top receiver is probably Van Jefferson. Yeah, like it's 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 bad. And Skronek, if Skronek's in, Ben Skronek, love that guy. Um, but yeah, I I I think this has to be all Raiders. Uh, the defense isn't mm-hmm. the defense isn't great, but I mean I feel like they can hold their own if Baker Mayfield is the quarterback in a brand new team throwing to Van Jefferson. Like, come on. And I know that's a yeah. biased Raiders fan I mean, saying that, but I mean, hey, the Raiders have been a little bit hot. Raiders have been kind of a wagon, my dude. They've been a, they've been a little hot. I mean, against uh, ATS, they're 6-6. Uh, they're six and six. And uh, a few weeks ago, they were definitely a losing record. So, uh, hey, they're, they've been doing yeah, a lot better. Uh, Raiders are 6-3 and three ATS, their last nine. Yeah, they're uh, getting the ball to Devontae Adams. Thank God. Last three weeks, I believe Devontae is leading the league in yards, fantasy points, touchdowns. The guy's on fire. So I'm I'm glad that they've made a coaching adjustment and they're getting the ball to Devontae and letting Josh Jacobs be a great running back again. The offense yeah, is- I like it. I mean, it's, it's looked better. The offense has looked better. They're giving me a glimmer of hope. <laughs> I mean, they're right there in third place in the AFC West. Uh, and the Chargers don't look good. I mean, they're banked up. They're as keeping hell. in it. AFC West has been an immaculate disappointment this oh, this season. It's it's awful. I mean, all all of a sudden, people want to push the, people. It's been so bad. People want to push the narrative that Justin Herbert isn't a good quarterback. Like, what are you doing? Stop yeah. it. He he's incredible. The team's hurt. It's still a team sport. And if you have no one to throw to, I don't care. Yeah, dude. I mean, it's. I saw someday he has like twenty three losses in his first. It's like the most of a rookie quarterback compared to somebody else, like three or four seasons or something. I don't know, but you can't blame Justin Herbert. He's not had a great team around him at all in his career. He's not had a solid, like he's got weapons on offense for sure. I mean, you got Eckler, Keenan Allen. Eckler's been the only I mean, one that's healthy. They got. Eckler's been the only one healthy, and Eckler is usually like kind of hurt sometimes he's not like McCaffrey hurt but he's hurt and Keenan Allen hasn't been in really at all um Josh Palmer's been iffy Gerald Everett's been iffy don't I mean don't just come the offense for the Chargers been really Josh Palmer that's the name that you're gonna throw at me with the Chargers I mean that, that that's what Herbert has to deal with it's awful that's what I'm saying Josh. they got like he's got two big weapons in Allen and Eckler and then you got Josh Palmer and Gerald Everett these dudes who aren't like phenomenal threats but still were able to make i guess quote-unquote plays for herbert but it's based on the performance around him you cannot especially the win-loss record you cannot judge herbert's career off that he's a much better quarterback than anything that the chargers have demonstrated i mean even uh, another another key piece that's been hurt for them uh, was sean slater they're they're all yeah. pro, all pro left tackle, hurt got on mm-hmm. the IR for the last and Joey Bosa eight weeks. Yeah, I mean, uh, Chargers have been a disappointment. It's it's tough. Joey Bosa's been Joey Bosa's been on and off, and I guess it's, yeah, they're they're just getting banged up like crazy. And poor Herbert needs all the help he can get. Yeah, I'm a Herbert defender till the day I die. I still think he's better than Burrow, even though Burrow's put on a show last week and uh, you know took it to yes the, he uh, did. Took it to the Chiefs, thank God. But whoo wee, those that's two. a beautiful rivalry we got blooming between them. True, I I, lo- I love this little Bengals Chiefs rivalry. Beautiful rivalry. I would not be surprised mm-hmm. if, the, if we see that uh that matchup in the playoffs again this year. Oh, me either, and I would love to see that again. That uh Jamar Chase and uh 
and Reed beef was kind of awesome. I'm not going to lie. That was sweet. Jamar. That was pretty sweet. Money in his, in his face and automatically taking that penalty. Awesome. Hey, worth it. That's so worth the flag, man. So, so <laughs> worth it. Looking back on it. Absolutely. I mean, worth it, but. Oh, hindsight. Sure. Yeah. Not worth it at the time. Looking back, it's fine. But you know, I, I love that Bengals team. I really do. Nixon coming back. I do too, man. They're they fun. look good. I mean, their receiving core. They got a good depth. They, got, I mean, you name it. They're they're pretty solid in all their all their d- positions and depths. Yeah, we'll talk. We'll talk a little bit more about the Bengals uh, come come Friday for when they have their uh, matchup for this weekend. But uh, back to this Thursday night football game. Uh, is there any props that you were looking at that you, that you kind of liked this week? Uh, top of my head, I like Devontae Adams anytime touchdown. Just straight off the bat, I like his over. I like his touchdown prop. Uh, Jalen Ramsey has, in one-on-one coverage, has given is tied for giving up the most touchdowns amongst uh, any cornerback in the league. He has been awful this He's season. Had quite a down year. I will agree with you on that. Um, and with a hindered defense, um, multiple receiver threats, receiving threats, rather, on the Raiders. Mm-hmm. Allen's, or Devontae Adams is going to do well no matter what, I think. Um, he's been hot the last few weeks. Right. He did great last week. Um, and with somebody who's given up a lot of touchdowns, I'm skeptical on Adams at 88 yard, 88 and a half yards on his receiving prop. Um but him at minus one fifty to score a touchdown anytime is seems like an absolute layup to me with the way this Rams team's looking. Even though they are playing in SoFi, um, just based off what I imagine he's going to be matched up with Ramsey in single coverage most of the time. Um, yeah, Adams anytime should be a layup in my opinion. I mean, I I like it. I do think he gets in the end zone, but personally, I think it's more of a value. Uh, for an anytime touchdown play for Josh Jacobs. Um, I think that that's more of a safe play, um, getting him in the end zone, because I would I would want to take one of those two guys for their yards, and I think Devontae is more safe in his receiving yards than Josh Jacobs is for his rushing yards, even though I, I think they both hit and they both get in the end zone tomorrow. I feel like they're going to have – the Raiders are going to have kind of a little palooza tomorrow, in my opinion. I think that they'll, they'll get the, uh, the ball to their two best players, um, and – They've been able to do that the last four weeks. But Devontae has gone over that 88.5 in the last five weeks uh, four of the five times. Against Jacksonville, 146 yards. Colts, 126 yards. Denver, and we know how good that defense is, 141 yards. Against Seattle, oh, down week for for him against Seattle. He had 74 yards. Like Down week. That's That's a down week for him. And then last week he had 177. Like against the Chargers. Oh like, my God, they, man. He's been on fire. 88 and a half, I feel, is almost disrespectful. Like, I, I think he can get that against, yeah. against this kind of bad, bad, bad uh, Rams defense. I think he, he's more safe with the yards. Yeah. Uh, and I think I think Josh Jacobs gets in. I mean, he's just been, he's just been so dominant. He's been the fantasy darling that everyone has wanted so far this year. Um, and I, th- I think Josh Jacobs gets in, and I think, you know, Devontae has nine catches for 95 yards, you know? Yeah, um, I agree. I think, yeah, one of the things that I was looking at, uh, Josh Jacobs' yardage, he is rushing yards is 89 and a half right now. Um, that's high. Which is really high. I might want an alt line. Um, it's ju- that's juiced, in my opinion, because um, he's only hit that three out of the five weeks. Last five right. weeks, uh, but his last five, he's hit 109 rush yards, uh, 229, and then 144. If we could, if so, we could buy that down dudes, to like maybe 70, I'd feel a little safer for it, personally. Or just stay, or just stay here. away and just do his anytime touchdown prop. 70 at minus 290 isn't a bad add to a, bad. to a squad That's ride. Not bad. <clears throat> um, but yeah, I'd say. Probably Adams. I, I, I'd say uh, Jacobs uh, 
any time is minus 140. So he's just a little less than Adams at 150. Mm-hmm. Um, but I agree in saying that there's more value on Jacobs. And I think with the absolute rampage he's been on, I think 89 is a little high on the yardage, but I would agree in saying that the touchdown is probably <clears throat> a safer route to go with on him rather than Adams touchdown and just stick with Adams yards. I like that angle. And also, you know, this team better than me. So I see. I, yeah, I just kind of, I kind of a gut feeling that is like, you know, Josh Jacobs could have a fantastic week this week. Like he can have three total touchdowns, but I could see his, you know, rushing yards sitting at 65 or 70 and he'd, he'd have a great week, but I sure. mean, he doesn't hit the line. I'm, I mean, that, that happens mm-hmm. quite a bit, you know? That's so why I got to trust God, baby. And you know what? You Yeah, like I said, you know this team better than me, so I'm just going to rock with you. I'm just outside looking in here. I mean, the game plan has just been so much lenient on Devontae these last few weeks that even if the Rams, you know, put two guys on him, they have been the last few uh, last few weeks and against good defenses, and Devontae has still been able to produce. So I think his yards is personally the best uh, the best play and Josh Jacobs to get in the end zone. Um, how I feel about the spread and the over under total, no idea. Um, Raiders sitting at minus yeah. six and a half right now is a little tough for me. Um, I would just probably pick them money line. Um, the public, uh, is kind of split on it. I think I saw 66% of the money on the Raiders. So, you know, nothing too, too crazy. So I, I would, I'd be okay taking the Raiders. Yeah. Um, yeah, I say money line's safer bet because right now eighty two percent of the public's on them is six minus six and a half. Eighty two percent. Eighty two percent. Oh, I had some different numbers than you. Hoo wee. Yeah, that's that's scary. At least from this, let me check one other source. See if I'm pulling something out of my ass here. Right. Um. Are there any props? Yeah, percent of bets, 74% on the Raiders. Oof. Okay, then maybe my my source was a little little off. But um is there any any prop that that you felt like uh a mention on the Rams side cuz I personally just don't, you know. I don't I don't have any. Only one I can mention is maybe Cam Akers rushing over. That's about it. What's it at? Like 40? 44. Pretty good. 44 and a half. Cam Akers. I mean, it's 44 and a half. Yeah. So, I mean, that's... You take that all down to 40, that's 160 minus 162 is not terrible. But, I mean, I I can't imagine this being a pass-heavy game with their receiving options for the, Ra- for the Rams. I mean, I just don't... And even though I know... The Raiders got a solid D line, and I know it's always been tough running the ball against them. So it's like, pick your poison. But I—that's the only way I could at least choose some side on this. I, I um, think I'm just going to avoid the Rams entirely. If I'm being, I might have to. It's—it's it, it's just such a disappointment trying to squeeze something out of those guys. You know, I might just be all Raiders tomorrow. Yeah, like it's—it's it's brutal. No, I feel you, man. It's just like, yeah, I don't know. It's, I if we if we could cook anything up here, it's gonna have to be all on the Raiders' side of the ball because there is not a single thing I could trust on this Rams offense right now. Yeah, especially with the quarterback questions. It's uh, exactly not ideal for a parlay of any sort or round robin or whatever you choose your poison to be. Um, I would be comfortable personally with uh, just uh, maybe the three-legger, like Raiders money line, Josh Jacobs gets in anytime, Devontae yards, or maybe if you even want to throw in the Devontae anytime just to juice it to the four legs, but I don't think I need to. Or maybe an alt-line Yeah, somewhere. with the Raiders, Jacobs anytime, and Devontae were at plus 308, so... To have the risk free for our listeners, we need another plus hunch. Mm. What do you think of the over under? 
Uh, I want to say under, but it's kind of low. And I'm was, afraid that, that too. if this gets away from the Rams, if I'm afraid if this gets away from the Rams, the Raiders could damn near cover that themselves. So if the Rams can figure out a way to get in the end zone once or twice. Yeah. I, I, I don't know how this is going to go for the total. It, it, um, it really, it really scares me. What about this? Um, you throw Cam Akers twenty five plus at minus five hundred. That gets us four thirty five. It's disgusting. That's so bad. <laughs> it's real gross. It's so bad. Or uh, no, I don't want to do that. What if we do I, Derek Carr two twenty five plus passing? Ooh, much better. I mean, he can throw two twenty five to Devontae alone. So who knows? Minus two twenty on that prop and that gets us at plus 406 right on the money i like that i'm I'm fine with those three right on the risk-free money i'm perfect with that all right i am too that. i'm gonna rock i like that perfect let's ride all right um just the vegas. the recap we got las vegas raiders raiders money line mm. um we got Josh Jacobs anytime touchdown. Devontae Adams over eighty-eight and a half receiving yards, and the Derek Carr two twenty-five plus passing yards. Let's see uh, the Raiders run out of the fucking barn with this one. Yes, sir. All of that at plus four hundred six, risk-free on uh, your local FanDuel website. If you are a gambler, and we are not a gambling pod, we're just here two stooges talking about sports and life. Absolutely. You said it was two twenty-five for Derek. Two twenty-five, yes, sir. He's hit that mark in the last five weeks, so I'm fine with that. <clears throat> yeah, that should be... When they've th- actually played good, so. Let's hope they keep us up in SoFi. I'm hoping we don't have an enigma of a night here, but, you know. It's not a... For me, these picks, it's not gambling if you know you're going to win, so let's, uh, let's see what's going on. Hmm? I like it. Word. All right, let's... Uh... Now that that uh, the not business is done, do you want to talk? Let's talk some hoops, right? Any, any hoops you want to get into? Yeah, let's talk some uh, some college hoops off the bat. Um, Eastern Washington did end up covering the three and a half and winning outright, so I'm now sitting at fifty and thirty one on the season so far. Um, so good for those who are not following along. Uh, I usually make I try to make six picks a day when there's not any uh, NFL or college football on. Um, Today I went five and one. Uh, my only loss, I believe, was I picked Cleveland State, which is the worst thing I've done in a long time against St. Bonaventure Bonnies. Uh, seven and a half. They lost by twenty. So Cleveland State's going in my shit list for that one. Yeah, I never um, bet them again. But other than that, never bet them no. again. I don't know why I decided to pick them. Um, I was like, oh, this this seems like a layup. I should know better. Cleveland State's like three twenty out of three twenty two on in the FBS rankings. They're terrible. Um, Anyways, uh, you know, college ball's been good. We're getting into the heart of the season. Still got some classics coming up here for the, the Christmas holiday. Um, ASU had, had a Not too much win. craziness is going on. ASU, um, our Sun Devils are 9-1 and one right now uh, with one bad loss in yeah. overtime to Texas this Southern. Um, but they had a quality win against Michigan by blowing them out by 30 uh, at a neutral site in New York. Huge um, win against SMU. Against Sun Devils looking good. Rank my goddamn Sun Devils. Rank the Devils. All right? We need to be ranked. Rank the Devils. Um, Let's see. Duke's been – nobody's really been a standout team this season. Uh, Houston's currently sitting at number one in the country. Uh, They haven't been phenomenal. Carolina uh, used to be, and they dropped two big games. Um, My Indiana Hoosiers have been playing well. Uh, They dropped a bad game against Rutgers a few days ago, but, you know, those feisty boys over there in Jersey are going to hold it down on their court, so that makes sense. Um, our enemies to the South U of A has been pretty solid. They're still a top 10 team They're in the country. Really um, I've, I watched, I watched about a half, you know, there really hasn't been, I watched about a half of them play through date. Those boys can move the way they, their ball movement and their ability to open the floor is incredible. Um, I mean, overall it's, there's not really been a standout dominant team to open up this half of the season. And I'm really excited about that because come March, if this keeps coming up the way it's going, I mean, this is an unpredictable season right now. I mean, nobody has been a dominant number one overall team in the country. 
Um, it's going to be chaos. And there's just been a lot of ups and downs with everything. It's going to be chaos. And I'm loving the chaos. And right now, the fact that I am 19 picks positive. You're feasting. Um, we're, we're, I'm feasting on this chaos. You know, just I just keep feeding it to me. I'm loving what I'm seeing right now. College ball is back in full force. And I am. Those dogs oh. have been uh, paying off for you a bit, huh? Noticed a lot of your picks have hey. uh, taken the points so far. So, I mean, hey. Five of my six were underdogs today, and um, four of those five underdogs hit. So, you know, it's it's always good to lean. If it, my, One of my base rules is if it's a home dog by a sizable amount, expect the boys to protect their home court. They're not going to go in there and get their asses blown out. They're going to – they got you got to wage war to defend home turf. So, uh, and, you know, some of these teams just don't make sense being underdogs. Um, it's just like uh, – Baylor was an underdog at home against Gonzaga the other night. What? And I was like, Baylor's like number six right now. Gonzaga's lost some bad games. They got blown out by Texas the other day or a few weeks ago. And I was like, feed me Baylor money line. Like they were plus like 130. And I'm like, hand up. Baylor won by 20. Like they were, it was almost a pick them and they were underdogs. Baylor blew them out. Gonzaga is not the force I they can used see, to be. Yeah, you're definitely right there. I can see Baylor making a quite a bit of a run to to that number one overall seed. They're uh they're gonna make some damn pretty noise. impressive, those Baylor Bears. Hey and uh one other thing, uh credit to the Devitt family. Uh those Aztecs down at San Diego State been uh they've been rolling on the court too lately. Mm-hmm. They've been uh they've been good when I've been looking at them and picking them. They're a top twenty five team. They're also gonna make some noise in the bracket this year. It's we we got a lot of different schools from a lot of different conferences. It's going to be gotta hopping. love SDSU, you know, little California love. Hey, shout out, little bro. They they're one of the schools that actually accepted my dumbass for college, so I got to give some love to the Aztecs at the end of the day. Shout out, little bro. Hey, shout out, little Dev. All right. Um. Well, that's that's good to hear. I'm glad you're I'm glad you're um, eating in in those lines down in a, uh in college in basketball. While uh, me and Sterling are holding our own in the NBA, yeah, let's hear about the association. I, I haven't been paying much attention because I've been headfirst in Division One uh, showdowns. What's going um, on? Well, there's been a, a, quite a few surprises right now. Um, I'm loving my absolute take. My favorite, my favorite team in all of America is the Beam Team. If I if if there is any take from this early, uh, this early early. NBA season is that the beam team is the greatest team to have grace this earth. I love the Sacramento Kings this year. I must say, oh, we, we, we were joking. Dude, they're we, a wagon. We joked about I know them. that. <laughs> we joked about them quite a bit early on, but you know, they've, they've come to play and they they came out hot, dude. Ever since the beam has gone up, they have been amazing. Mm-hmm. No, they've, I'm, I've been pleasantly surprised with the Kings, and I know uh, our sweet boy Brandon Eggerding is too, so it's good to see that for Egg and uh, the boys up north and whoever the hell decides to live in Sacramento yeah, willingly. They're currently sitting at 13-9 and nine, uh, with the fourth overall seed in the West right now. They're they're playing quite good. De'Aaron Fox is averaging – hold on, let me check some stats. I want to make sure I get this right. De'Aaron Fox currently is averaging 24 points per game. Uh, he's playing incredible. Sabonis is uh, is a walking double double. Um, they're they're a very well coached and very spread the wealth team, and I love I love I love what I what I'm seeing down there. Uh, player combos wise, love taking some uh, points and assists with Darren Fox and some PRAs with Sabonis. They've they've just been a wagon naturally. Uh, when they're when they're in tight games, those guys hit. The the only time that I've had a big disappointment uh with the beam team is when I took a PRA for Sabonis um against the Lakers when uh LeBron was back, Anthony Davis still wasn't playing. Um they were beating them by thirty five. So they pulled Sabonis. He didn't play the entire fourth yeah. quarter. But the dude had seventeen, seven and seven. Like uh he missed his PRA by like five. I mean he was almost perfect from the field. Like they're they're really good. They're efficient. They're fun to watch. They're they move the ball really well. A lot of assists going on with the Sacramento Kings. They're just playing some really fun basketball. Um, I'm loving them a lot. Um, 
recent uh, recently uh kind of an interesting thing is uh Boston Celtics are really legit and I wish Sterling Sterling was dude, holy shit they are whoo! I wish I wish I know Sterling that. was here to to glow a little bit for them cuz I know he knows that team more than I do but god they spanked the Suns today and the Suns are no joke you know they're sitting at they're sitting at the top of the of the west right now with without Chris Paul Chris Paul came back tonight, I believe. It was his first game back in at least six or seven games. And they took it to him in the footprint center. They lost like four. In the footprint center. Like uh, Mark Marcus Smart, yeah. I, I believe last time I checked, had 25. I'm not Marcus Smart, sorry. Jalen Brown had 25. Jason Tatum playing like an MVP also at 25. They're they're really good. I, I, I'm loving what I'm seeing out of, out of Boston. And I would not be surprised if Jason Tatum wins the MVP for how he's playing this year. Good God, he's so good. Dude's lights out. It's, and I only know that from hearing you tell me all the time about how he's lights out because you always pick him and it always dude, hits. He's, he's money. He's been money. I, it, I'm, I'm sure his lines will be a little bit too expensive for me moving forward. Uh, you know, I, I love player combos because I'm able to, I like to find the value in some, in some nice matchups and, you know, where I can get a few extra assists where they should be or some rebounds where they should be. That's why that's why I love taking Donovan Mitchell these last last few weeks because um, a lot of those matchups is like, oh, he's going to be able to get the ball to Jared Allen and Evan Mobley a lot down low for those extra assists that he's averaging normally. Um, God, I love player combos, and I love the NBA. Uh, speaking of – They're beautiful, man. You've, you – Found a sweet spot with the NBA. It's fun. I mean, I I normally I'm either five hundred or two and three or three and three most 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 nights. I'm 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 holding my own. I've only I believe I've only had one losing night so far this year, and I went zero and three, and that was in our prop off. Um, and I lost on the hook, uh, with uh, a John Morant prop. Um, I lost by two with a Kevin Herter prop. Um, that I loved. I love Kevin Herter on the Kings. God, I love the Kings. Yeah, you do. I don't. I don't get that. I don't know anything. Kevin, Kevin Herter is him, bro. From the line, if you want to, if uh, if you want to take a three point prop, Kevin Herter is your man. That dude is lethally efficient from three. I love. I love the Sacramento Kings. It's so fun. Um, Duly noted. Uh, I love the uh, loving the Warriors. Loving the Warriors' life when you know they actually play other guys. Um, Lost a real tough game today, uh, tonight against the uh, the Jazz, when uh, Steph and Dre and Wiggins all three weren't playing tonight. Clay and Jordan Poole couldn't hold their own, I guess. But you know, it was on the road, so I'm not I'm not too bummed about it. They're still 13 and 12. They'll make their push post Christmas, so I'm not too worried about yeah. them. Yeah, they'll be all right. Um, but yeah, if, if I've had any all-stars with my uh player combo props so far this year i would say donovan mitchell dude is lethal um your man on the other end of that uh sabonis trade mr tyrese halliburton dude can pass the rock he is such a good point guard i mean he's a beautiful you must be loving life right now as an indiana indiana pacers fan Dude, I am so pleasantly surprised by the Pacers' performance. I mean, they went into Golden State uh, with Steph playing and beat them by eight. I think. Yeah, they're good. They're they're no joke. And they had some some rookie the Pacers had that I have not heard of, and he dropped like thirty and made six threes while being guarded by Steph. Like, kid went nuclear, and it's just it's incredible. What the, I mean, the Pacers' win total was at, I think over under was at 22 and a half for the season. They're sitting at 13 and 12. Like they're, they're an over 500 team, which is a miracle. And they're really fun to watch. I mean, they lost tonight to um, Minnesota by six, but you know, I digress. It's Pacers are fun, man. They're really fun. And I'm so pleasantly surprised by how well this is. That uh, rookie you speak of Mr. Uh, Matherin dudes, him, he's him. Mm -hmm. Oh no! It was a different. Oh, it wasn't Matherin well, against the Warriors? No, not. Nah. Oh my bad. I thought I thought I thought that was Matherin who dropped it, uh, that many points against the Warriors the other night. 
Maybe I am mistaken. Oh, he had four. He had fourteen. It was uh. Regardless, they, they they look good. I I I love. I like the Pacers. They're uh, they're a very pleasant surprises here. They're uh, I I feel like they're filling in for uh, what I thought the Chicago Bulls were gonna be more like this year, uh, in the East, like just a a fun middle of the pack East team. But I mean, they're they're so ahead of schedule. I, I'm loving what the what the Pacers are are showing right now on tape. They're uh they're very impressive. Yeah. I mean oh was uh Andrew Nemhard. <sighs> nice. Kid had thirty one points. He was thirteen for twenty one from the mm-hmm. field. Um and he was five for seven from beyond Dude, the arc. Dummy. like oh I did see that. Steph Steph was befuddled like he was like how the hell yeah I, I did i did see that yeah steph only had 12 points and he steph was two for 10 from beyond i mean let's also not disregard that clay thompson was eight for 16 from yeah, three dude was like good Every, dude also went nuts he had yeah, 20 as soon as people but, started doubting clay he started to pick it up a gear again uh which was good to see uh i'm glad that clay still has that that fuck you mentality it's good I know it's it's very uh, comforting to Good see football. that. Um, how the playoffs are kind of shaping right now? I'm uh, I kind of I kind of like how it is right now in the East. Um, I would feel that there's definitely three really good contenders right now at the top of the East with Boston, Milwaukee, and Cleveland. After that, I, I feel like it's kind of a crapshoot. I mean, right now Atlanta is uh the four seed, and uh, after what I watched tonight. Betting on Trey Young, Whew. that was a risky that was a, business. That was a tough one. I see them coming back down to earth a little <laughs> bit. Then uh, maybe the maybe the Sixers win a few games and sneak their way up to that four seed. Maybe even the Pacers. They're playing good, but uh, yeah, I can I, I definitely see that kind of being around what it, what it ends up with uh, towards the end of the year. You know, Boston, Milwaukee, Cleveland. Then we'll probably get the next tier of. Sixers, Toronto, Pacers, maybe the probably those top six seeds. Maybe the Nets too. Who knows what if Kyrie mm-hmm. actually plays? You know, if Kyrie's healthy. They're definitely a contender. Yeah, we'll see. But, you know, I like their top six. The West is a uh, kind of a crapshoot. They're uh, it's very deep over there in the West. It really is. It's the West is going to be interesting this season. The East the East has always been like. You have like two or three solid contenders, and whoever, um, like whoever makes it into the playoff, makes it in the playoffs. Like it's East has always just been that way, but you know, I think the East will be better this year, um, especially with some of these teams that are going to be surprising Bummer from youth. somebody who doesn't really pay too much attention yet. Um, but you know, the West is always going to be competitive. Yeah, the East has yeah. a lot more youth than that bottom that play in bracket situation. Than the West does. The West is just the West is just deep, man. I mean. Um, Phoenix sitting right now, first overall seed. Um, I, I can see that continuing to happen now that uh, Chris Paul is back. Wouldn't be surprised. Um, what I love to see right now is uh, New Orleans Pelicans playing as good as they are. They're sitting right now at the two seed. Boys are hot. Zion. They're the two, two seed. seed. They're fi- they're fifteen and eight right now. They're very. They're dude. They're wow. Good. good for them. Zion. Good for them. Dude, Zion's night tonight. His. Uh, oh, let me let me pull up some numbers for you for Zion Williamson. Um, that man is a behemoth. He averages correct. He averages twenty three a game for uh four assists and seven boards. Like, but uh, lately, dude is playing on another level. His uh, like PRA line was like thirty nine and a half tonight, and he hit like he he had. Let's see what he had tonight. Um, while well, I pull uh, pull it up, they're they're just they're just playing really good. I I love how they're playing ball. He's he's playing some big man bully ball. Um, I don't know why it's taking me so long to pull up his numbers. But uh, yeah, tonight he had twenty nine, ten, and five. Like, dude is balling these last few games. 
Um, I, wow. I'll probably continue to take uh, some of his PRA lines as long as they sit around that 37.5 to 39.5 range. Um, he gets a lot of boards and scores a heaping load of points. Dude, dude, dude's playing on the same level as John Morant, in my opinion. He is so good. I, I, I'm, I'm happy that he's coming back from this injury leaner and, uh, playing a lot better ball. I, I love it. It's, it's good to see. Very good to know. Yeah. That's kind of all I got. John Morant's playing incredible too, but, uh, I don't want to give him too much praise since he was a bucket As short expected. of his points and assists today. Asshole. That's yeah, tough. Yeah. But I, I, I can't blame him. He dude, dude at yeah. twenty seven and and like nine. He, he, dude's playing incredible. The the Fanduel's just setting his line too high for him to have an incredible game and not not hit. I mean that's just that's just on me not reading into it. Nah, as much. I feel you. But oh my, there uh, there's a lot of good basketball being played in the West. They're just so deep. I mean Dallas Dallas with Mister Luca thirty plus is uh right now at the seven seed. Like they're it reminds me a lot of those Houston Rockets teams when James Harden was the only guy and just putting up a ton of points and triple doubles. Yeah, but, man. But come playoff time Dude, that, a triple double machine. Same with Russ when he was in Oak. I I don't know if it's if it's as similar as those OKC teams with Russ. I think it's a lot closer to Harden when he was with the Rockets and just by himself. Oh, sure, yeah. I'm just but, saying, like, he's just... Yeah. yeah. I like Luka. Um, I just wish they had more around him. I mean, Jaron Jackson Jr. and Dorian Finney-Smith are only going to get you so far, especially after losing Brunson. It's it's tough for them. I, I wish I wish they had a little bit more to to help him out, but gosh, there's a lot going on. Yeah, I feel. I got you. Yeah, so keep looking out for my uh my player combos. What I like throughout the day, I'll I'll keep posting them at uh TYG takes. You got anything else uh you wanna wanna do before we let the good people of uh good people go? Um, yeah, I mean just yeah, keep an eye on the Twitter. That's where we'll be posting uh my college picks uh, any day we don't have NFL or college football. Um, I'll still be doing it when we have bowl season coming up. Um, since there won't be as many, it'll be all inconsistent when there's bowl mm-hmm. games and whatnot. Uh, and then just a quick note on our nice little squad ride. Uh, odds changed to plus three ninety six for what we originally had, so we were a tad oh, okay. short. Um, if you want to go Raiders alt minus one and a half, that gets you to plus four twelve right over the curve. So still close money line but if raiders lose by one i'm not liable for any damages you cause your home you could also by bump one. derek's yards um, a little bit i wouldn't be mad at that either yeah you got some bump well you hit derek 250 that's exactly what he's at so you know uh pick your poison but um 396 is close enough you can miss it how you want tease it how you want but uh we're just you know two knuckleheads out here showing the people uh what our combined brain cell has put together for this beautiful, beautiful game coming. Absolutely, uh, we'll be back on uh, on Friday. We'll we'll be recording for the weekend, uh, and have your pod for Saturday. Uh, hope, hopefully, Sterling will be back with us and uh, get more back into a routine, posting twice a week. Yeah, it's gonna be good. And um, with our fast forward this weekend, we only got one college game this weekend, and that's our. Uh, service school showdown we got army navy game on saturday America. so uh buckle in we're gonna have a he- we're gonna have a heated debate about whether the midshipmen or uh the boys from west point are gonna um come through here because lord knows it's gonna be a barn burner out there speaking of america love the uh good job with the boys and christian pulisic in the in the world cup they way to make the knockout showed, stage boys. they showed up they they did as as well as we could have hoped uh the dutch are just uh really good and uh, that'll be actually a really fun matchup with them. And uh, they play they play France, right? Um, the Dutch, the when we no, lost? Dutch. Uh, the Dutch will play the uh, French in the next. Oh yes. Um, no, Dutch play Argentina. Somebody else. I don't know. I only watch so much soccer. 
Well, they play Argentina. So uh, good luck against Messi and those boys, Dutch. Um, Nat, I hope I hope Messi hangs up a hat trick on you fools. Screw the Dutch. Those shitty orange kits. Ugh. Hat trick's a thing in soccer, right? Yeah, three goals. Okay, cool. I didn't know if that was just hockey or not. That's what I was basing that off of. Yep. Well. Ignorant American, my bad. It's called soccer. America. It's called soccer. Jinx. I love that. I love that Polisic did that, that on his shirt. Hard, hardest hilarious. pick ever. All right. Thank you, everyone, and uh, we'll see you Friday. Godspeed, everyone. Have a beautiful day. <laughs>